0: Welcome to the Money Buddha podcast, where I chat with people who I admire, people who really follow the things that light them up in business and in life. And our guest today does exactly that. She's a clinical traumatologist who has worked in community development since 2008 across municipal, nonprofit, and private sectors, and has been in clinical practice since 2012, where she focused on severe and persistent mental illnesses, intimate partner violence, and homelessness. Her career quickly evolved in specializing in racial trauma, adverse childhood experiences, and vicarious trauma. She was awarded the Young Women of Distinction Award in 2014 by the YWCA. She is also a clinical supervisor and licensed with the Colleges of Counseling Therapy in Nova Scotia and New Brunswick. She holds a CCC designation as a Canadian Certified Counselor sits on the board of, uh, board of Maps Canada, a recipient of the 2023 Top 100 Black Women in Canada. She also received the 2022 Coralis Venture and is a monthly mental health columnist for CBC, Moncton, and PEI. Our guest loves anything mint. She has two kids, six and under, loves nature and engages in her ancestral teachings in plant medicine through SAGE, peppermint and cannabis to keep her shit together mind body and spirit (laughs) so let me introduce you to Kayla Carter hi hi Hi. thank you you. (laughs) thanks so much for
1: being here yeah well it's my pleasure it's uh it's always nice to be able to just catch up and have a conversation
0: (laughs) yeah Yeah. I see because okay so we go back (laughs) So we know each other from high school. Yeah. And we haven't really like spoke to each other probably almost since. I mean, maybe saw each other a few times, but we have a, a lot of memes up. here and there. A yeah. couple <laughs> memes. Yeah. So we have a lot of catching up to do. Um, but uh, and also I just thought about that too. We um, we were, our part-time jobs. We used to work together for a few years during high school
1: staples right Staple sure name drop that but.
0: <laughs> oh whatever uh, i don't think they'll <laughs> listen to my podcast but um yeah so we used to work together which is funny because i kind of forgot about that part yeah but we did for a few years in the copy center so good times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah anyways so we've kind of come a long way since then so you're a, oh my gosh, so I follow you, obviously. I, I, I've seen your, <laughs> what you're doing or parts of it, I should say. Um, and you've accomplished a lot in your field. Like, I feel like so much. So I have a lot of questions for you today. <laughs> yeah. um, I can't <laughs> wait to hear about it. Um, can you tell us a bit about um, what kind of pulled you in this career like when you started and like a little bit about your journey, I guess, since then?
1: Yeah. Um, So a lot of people often ask like, yeah, so like clinical traumatology, is it because it's cool? And yeah, it is cool, but you don't necessarily go into that career because it's just cool. Mm -hmm. Um, So for me, it was my own personal journey of healing. Uh, I myself have experienced so So much different, uh, different types of trauma, uh, different types of just grief and, and, and losses and things like that. So for me, it was really the passion of wanting to really help myself heal and to seek out for my authentic self. It was also really important for me to find representation uh, growing up in a really predominantly white space, and uh, not necessarily having that much opportunity to see uh, other uh, representation of what I aspire to do, or the things that I'm interested in, or the way that I look. Um, so that was really that the really the the biggest passion there of really wanting to walk alongside my own journey uh, to what it is to be authentic. Um, I've always had an interest about why do people do what they do. Uh, So that brought me into... Uh, my university degrees in sociology and criminology, just understanding that piece. Uh, Quickly, it became really clear that it was really about psychology. I was really more interested in um, the behavior, like what what happens to someone that that is the behavior that they do. Uh, So in doing that, it was, you know, going to to undergrad, going to grad school and becoming a a clinical traumatologist Um, and just doing me right doing me looking at how can i help better understand thereby better support people in adverse childhood experience in racial trauma and in vicarious trauma um so that really that really brought it to that um back in 2012 is when it started all so it's going to be 12 years in january i feel like holy moly um but in 2012 i started with uh severe and mental uh severe mental health and and um disorders and things like that, and intimate partner violence. It was just something that was really close to my heart and really of interest. Uh, I quickly realized, though, that in that moment, it everything really had to do with trauma. It had to do with what had happened to somebody. Uh, so that's where I leaned more into that expertise and gotten to know more about that. So ever since, getting to know about trauma, getting to know about uh, nutritional psychology, as well, of how our our brain connects to the foods that we eat, and and really honoring to that second brain of ours, the gut, um, and then also in my own sort of getting to better know what blackness means to me. Uh, my own lineage, uh, getting to know that part of my lineage, there was herbalism, there was plant medicines and really leaning into that, which led me to this beautiful world of being able to incorporate that in my own work. Um, I am a certified psychedelic assisted therapist. So that really brought a new sort of twist to the work that I do while also honoring uh, who I am and and where I come from. Uh, And then, yeah, just doing some other types of plant medicines and stuff. So yeah, that's really how it went. Um, For me, community is really important as well. So it was really important for me to think about not only what can I offer up uh, to my community, but how can that also, um, how can I do so without compromising myself? So reflecting my authentic self both ways, but also how can I also leave a legacy? So that legacy also started 10 years ago with our community counseling program, which is a free counseling program offering free therapy to those in need. And when we mean in need, a lot of people think, okay, marginalized, low income, all those things. We're like, if you think you can benefit from this program, then you qualify, So that's been 10 years with little to no funding. So we're really, I'm really proud of that, that, you know, with the energy and the resource that we've had throughout that and being able to find other practitioners who have that same passion and vision of being able to really offer that up. So, um, yeah, so that's sort of, I don't know, a little bit about myself, what led to why I do what I do and and a bit about that, that career piece. Yeah. Yeah. Wow.
0: Okay, like, I feel like there is so many different, um, you've incorporated a lot of different things into the one, like, what fits for you, but also what benefits, like you said, like, community, like, that's amazing. That's so great. And that's what I feel like when I see what you post about it. It's always very different from what I've seen, like, in other places in this space. Yeah. So, like, I feel like it's very... um, like a like safe but also like um I don't know it feels like interesting like I feel like it's regardless if someone's like really looking for counseling or not or where what they're I feel like it's very relatable I feel like there's always something like like great to know but also like um like you said for um nutrition uh, yeah. therapy I was like wow like that's like a different I've never even heard like that term before
1: Yeah. And And we really want to bring that in. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's the point of the platform as well is that we really want to bring curiosity, but also safety that people can just show up as themselves, whatever that might be. Right. Um, And, you know, we're going to continue to, to grow in that and to better understand what are people, what are, what are the journeys that are being walked and how can we sort of, Walk alongside that, whether it be with curiosity from our our Instagrams, or whether it be specific services, or uh, trainings, or groups, or even just material. Right? We really mm. want to build a community um, of of well being, of being well. You know, yeah. and what does that mean to be well? Right, right, right. Yeah. That's
0: what I feel like you I get from your content from the website that I got a sneak peek of that you're working on um that's exactly what i got from it that's exactly it it's well-being and it's not as much like everyone like this is the problem (laughs) i mean it's more like how can i be well yeah instead of like oh what's the the issue or what's the yeah exactly that's what it is that's the you got it my finger (laughs) on it okay um i i'm really curious about um uh, the psychedelic treatments, like how okay. does that work so I've seen like one uh, Netflix uh, okay. like something like a few years back and it was like wow like that's so great and interesting for Absolutely. like the 30 minutes that I heard about it <laughs> and yeah. so when I saw that you um, had got your certification for it or, or I don't know what the terms are but sure, um, yeah. I'm like wow that's so interesting I want to ask her about it so can you explain like what, like who is it for, like for the target, like who would this, yeah. how does
1: it work? Yeah. I think it really depends on where you're coming from. So I'm going to, I'm going to share basically what my, my opinion is around that. I honestly, I think that psychedelics can be for anyone. Um, not everyone is ready for it though. Mm. Well, when we think about psychedelics, and I work very much predominantly with plant medicine. So for me, psychedelics would be psilocybin containing mushrooms, as well as cannabis. I know that cannabis doesn't offer psychoactive, but it is sort of like a cousin ish, if you think about it, because it still does offer an altered mindset. Yeah. yeah. Um, so with psychedelics, the best way that I can explain it. So I'll kind of explain like what it does, and then we can kind of talk more about like um, sort of the readiness for individuals. So um, the way that I explain to people, it's sort of like this idea. Okay. Let's say you have 10 serotonin. So serotonin is the hormone, the good feeling hormone that really helps you feel balance um, feels good. So it really helps you, um, right? When we deal with anxiety or depression, having serotonin is a good thing. So think about that you have 10 serotonins, and then something happens to you. Okay. And whatever it is that happened to you in your life, created an injury. And that injury basically is if you have those 10 serotonins, you have a box that's making it, let's say that what happened to you creates a crack in that box. So now what mean what that means is all of a sudden, you only have five serotonin being produced. So that's where we start feeling those feelings, right? The anxieties, the depressions, uh, having, uh, feeling really overwhelmed, having really difficult times to just being well, right? Really just struggling and experiencing a lot of sufferance in our lives. What pharmaceuticals do, right? Is that they come in and they just pluck these serotonins back in, right? So they just artificially bloop and then you're, you're good, right?
0: Mm, okay. But it doesn't
1: fix the box, right? So a lot of individuals often find themselves um, dependent on certain medication, because if they stop, then those serotonins are gone, right? The beautiful part about psychedelics is that especially psilocybin, is that it doesn't necessarily go and create the new five serotonins, right? It starts fixing the box, so that eventually you are able to create Back those ten serotonin[s] that you once had. So another way of seeing it is, um, and I think that it was in that mini docu series. I'm not sure if it was the Michael Pollan one you saw, but um, I really liked how Michael uh, shared. Sort of, it's almost like you're at a ski hill, yeah. That's the one I saw. Snow, right? Mm -hmm. So that's really what psychedelics does is that it creates um, a new opportunity to create neural pathways. And neural pathways are created at a really young age. We have tens and thousands of them. But if based on your environment, you are really focused on particular ones. So let's say if you grow up and you have a lot of support and unconditional love and you have resilience, then those are the, those are the pathways that are gonna be enforced. So those are gonna be part of your like, think about like the cell phones, right? Your top 10, right? When we used yeah. to have the top 10 favorite <laughs> list, right? So you have your top 10s. But if you grow up or you experience things that are really overwhelming or traumatizing like i'm not good enough or the world is not a safe place or i am um there there's significant grief and that is the reality of your day-to-day then that is the neural pathways that are going to be strengthened so what psychedelics offers is a new opportunity a new beginning a second chance what a lot of people don't realize is that psychedelics is not a solution it is part of a companionship. So think about it as um, training wheels on a bike. Mm. That's what it is. So training wheels help you to build the skills to be able to bike, right? right. Eventually, you're able to take those training wheels off, feeling super proud, right? <laughs> and just going, right? Off into the sunset with your bike. <laughs> <laughs> right. So psychedelics is very much a companion to your journey towards well being. So it takes a lot of intentionality. For me, it also has an ancestral piece, a sacredness to it. So for me, the intentionality is very much a spiritual experience of really being with yourself, being able to feel safe with yourself, being able to just breathe and be. And part of creating that intentionality is also about welcoming the medicine. So welcoming the medicine and trusting the medicine that the medicine is gonna do what what you need and not necessarily what you want. Right. There's also that intentionality of respecting the medicine. So I've often seen individuals say I've had bad trips or they say it's difficult and things like that. And those are those opportunities to really reflect and be like, so what is our true intentionality, right? Are we intentionally leaning into this experience as part of the ex- the bigger experience, or are we leaning into that experience in order to numb, or to avoid, or to distract ourselves, or to just resolve it once and for all? Mm-hmm. Right. So that is like the way that I understand psychedelics. Of yeah on the on the neuro psychology side, it it fixes the part right. Mm-hmm. Um, very similar where cannabis does a similarity in terms of neuro pathways. It, it heals pathways, but it the, the psychedelics really fix that box so that you have that opportunity to not only rebuild new, more empowering pathways, but then you're able to also get back to that well-being piece. And just like training wheels, it's not something that you need forever. Which is another really beautiful thing because when we think about dependency when we think about uh the western sort of medical system that we're in where it's like here try this medication this medication again like some are helpful there's a reason why we have the way that we have in terms of our our medical system but um being able to know that there's something that can feel like it's self-advocacy where it's mm-hmm. like I can I can sort of be in control of my own healing. I think that's a really beautiful thing. It's a really empowering thing, especially with a lot of the coins that I work with in trauma that feel powerless, right? That they right. feel like they are helpless, that there's nothing that's going to help. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it really gives that second chance to being human. Wow. And living the human experience. Yeah.
0: That's so interesting. I love how you explain that. Wow. Um wow yeah there's
1: it's a lot yeah it's a lot it's
0: a lot <laughs> it is to unpack yeah. i i love hearing um like the uh like it, how you can explain it right because it's all like about how your brain works like how like all of the like reasons that things would you know what i mean like that's that's great i love this so much <laughs> yeah. um okay. just knowing like okay this is doing this is going to do that your brain does this like the serotonin stuff so
1: so you kind of think back it's like it goes back to neuroplasticity so for those that don't know what that is it's like in our childhood is when our brain is neuroplastic so it's like it's it's malleable Mm -hmm. right when we get to about age 25 to 27 um that's when our brain is fully developed so it's almost like it becomes clay instead of play-doh It's hard, but it's still manual, but it takes a little bit more effort. So with psychedelics, it helps us bring our brains back to that Play-Doh phase so that it's easier to be able to shift our perspectives and our mindset and to incorporate new ways and new lenses and new ways of speaking to ourselves, about ourselves, seeing the world around us relationships, all those things. Mm. So yeah, so in a way, like it's a pretty magical thing. Um, but scientifically it's pretty interesting how it how it works. How it yeah. works. yeah. 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 Because
0: yeah, we always have like our habits or like our like yeah. our brain goes to the yeah. same place. And uh, when I was watching the docuseries, that's really what like really hit it for me when they you could see the they would say it's like you're on the um, ski yeah. hill. And if there's already like the um, like tracks there, like you're gonna a hundred, go. Yeah, that's where you're gonna go. If you, the tracks yep. already there, it's been you've been going in the same tracks for a hundred times, or I don't know how many times, that's yeah. where you're gonna go. But do, like the psychedelics part was like just like a, a powdery, white, like, new, yeah. clean <laughs> mountain that hadn't been
1: right? Right. Then you just blank where, and it's, well, where do I go? Where right? do you go? Yeah. So wow. intentionality is really important, mm. right? Yeah. Um, I can imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Even the analogy of a car, like let's say you just bought a brand new car, a new blue car, you're going to start seeing blue cars everywhere. right. Mm. Right. Right. So psychedelic so like, cool. like, helps your focus is on. Yeah. So it helps you take <laughs> a step back and see like, holy moly, there's so many other colors too. Wow.
0: Yeah. Love it. Okay. Great. Um, so I, okay, <laughs> I have a lot of things that like, personally, I was like, wondering about so I like, yeah. wrote all that in my phone, I have a, a lot of questions for you. <laughs> um, so I wanted to know, um, so like, you have a lot of um, different services, obviously, like cultural trauma informed brain spotting, nutritional mm-hmm. therapy, art th- therapy. So is there like, how would you decide? Or like a client it, does it just you kind of start where they are and then see what helps them or like how does that yeah. work?
1: for us it's really important to walk alongside your journey so some individuals have done their journey before they met us so some right. individuals know what they want mm. um, other individuals are really unsure what they need or mm. what they would want to do <clears throat> So we try to bring as much education as possible by giving descriptions and offering opportunities. And you'll start seeing more and more of that where we're going to be bringing more of just having conversations about the tools and the skills that we offer. Mm -hmm. But oftentimes what happens is that an individual might reach out uh, depending on what they're looking to do. We try to match them as best as we can with the person that would vibe best with them. For us, it's really important to have that free first session so that there's no strings attached so that someone can really authentically show up and feel the vibe of like, yeah, we match up or no, mm-hmm. it's not for me. So I'm going to try someone else. Um, but yeah, but once we start working with individuals, we get to kind of have an idea of uh, what modality might work best for them. And what's really beautiful about Love is that we have that opportunity that It might not be me, and I might be walking a certain amount of your journey, and then I might suggest and recommend someone else as part of Love to be able to support. So for me personally, I do nutritional psychology, I do um, internal family systems, I do trauma recovery, I do psychedelic assisted therapy, right? Um, but if someone that I'm working with could really benefit from art therapy or from EMDR or for brain spotting, then we, we offer that, right, we offer, you know, uh, probably three sessions, and then you, you can come back. Right. Um, but very much it, it is a it is a it is a client centered approach, it's sort of guided by what resonates most for you, because there are individuals that are more logical than emotional, right? There's some right. that they're more emotional than logical, and there are some that they have both. Mm-hmm. And that plays quite of a of a um important piece as to what modality may resonate most. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I think yeah. about some logical clients I've had in the past, and it's like um emotional focus therapy is going to be hella hard for them because they're like <laughs> They're like, I don't get it. I'm like, you don't need to get it. You need to sit in it. And they're like, what? (laughs) Sit and feel that? What? What is this? Right? And it can be overwhelming too, right? But something like brain spotting or cognitive behavioral therapy or dialectal to begin smoothing it with a trauma lens can really help them build that bridge into, okay, so I'm feeling this and it's like, okay. Now we're connecting to the feelings, right? Now we're able to find that balance. So it's very much about really holding that that safe space and really hearing our clients. And Mm -hmm. it's not just about what their words, it's also about the body language, it's also about the tone and it's about the vibe, right? So that is how we determine or we navigate
0: Okay. What
1: modalities sense. might be best for them.
0: Yeah. Makes
1: sense. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um so is there okay, are there like steps? Someone that's um on like a healing journey. Are yeah. they like like clear steps of like the healing journey? And also yeah. <laughs> is there anything like that, or there's no like <laughs> like oh you're kind of yes initially? and no.
1: Yes and okay. no. I'll let you finish your question, but yeah.
0: <laughs> well, the reason I was asking is because. I feel like I was consuming a lot of, like, healing, um, like, oh, I need to heal, like, my inner child, like, I was consuming a lot of that, that on my feed. So I started realizing some of it wasn't helping me anymore, because I feel like I was really looking for problems. Mm. And so I started unfollowing certain ones, which were great, like, platforms, like, I loved everything they had, I mean, it was helpful for a while. But then I realized, like, I don't think this is like, I feel like I'm staying small. Like, it's almost like an excuse to, like, yeah. look for something else to worry about or to think about or, oh, no, sure. I'm not doing this. Or So is there, like, um, a line somewhere where a person is like, okay, actually, like, you're not done with healing, obviously, we're always growing, we always have healing to do. But is yeah. there, like, a moment where you're like, okay, no, you actually have to, like, I feel like I had to really get into stop telling myself my own stories, yeah, and believing myself and being like, no, actually, like you can push yourself now, because <laughs> yeah. I feel like after having kids, like there was a lot of things going on, and just like, yeah. I need to be. You know what I mean, there's kind of the I'm kind of like, like in the bee. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, and I yeah, just feel I like hear I'm, you. I'm in between like um wanting to uh. Be gentle with myself and like listen mm-hmm. to my body, whatever, like all of that. But also sometimes I need to push myself because I'm I can be lazy. Do you know I mean like I can? Yeah, just, sure. It's, it's, it's there so i like a- hearing
1: two. I'm hearing two things here, right? Like the first one is is that. There's some like there are some clinicians that they have like these step by step for us, it's a framework. And it's really important the language here. That framework mm-hmm. means it's like around this, mm, right? right? And it can be flexible and it can be malleable, and it doesn't have to be strict upon like by session eight, you should feel like this, by session yeah. 12, you should be doing this, right? Or like these set programs and you'll be liberated. Um, we try right. to be more realistic that we are human beings. Mm. What's really important is that number two, it's of creating, like for me, it's always about helping the individual be able to create the and. And what I mean by the and, it's like, I'm healing and I can be accountable mm. to push myself. A right. lot of people will find themselves in the that or that. Right. And then that prevents you from doing any of it. Because then you either have judgment, there's a part of you that judges you and says, stop being lazy, stop doing all these things. And then there's another part that's like, but like, I'm I, like, I'm not feeling hurt because I'm not being lazy. I'm just struggling with right. something, right? right? So it is also about self-compassion, about meeting yourself where you're at. So for us, it's very much a framework and I use, um, I use two frameworks. So the first framework is trauma recovery framework. So it's a three, three pillars basically. And it's about safety and regulation. It's about meaning making um, coming to acceptance, sorry. uh, And then new meaning making and growth. Okay. That you don't have to go through a trauma to go through that stuff. Like when you think about it, it's like, If I feel safe, then I'm better able to manage my emotions, right? Because I'm more in tuned. I'm not scoping out what the danger is, right? And when I talk about safety, we're also talking about four different kinds of safety. We're talking about psychological safety. So how safe do I feel with how I talk to myself and about myself? How safe do I feel with those around me? So we're talking about social safety. We're also talking about physical safety. Everybody knows that one, right? And then we're also talking about moral safety. How safe do I feel living my authentic life, like being my authentic self? A lot of clients are like, "Who's that?"
0: <laughs> what yeah, is that? Right. So the
1: journey on its own is to figure out like who is Jolene authentically, uh. right? Um. So, so when we're talking about safety, we're really looking at those four pieces, and regulation is really about self awareness. So we talk about the window of tolerance. So it's like, when you get dysregulated, this is an example. When I'm hungry, when we are hungry, we are dysregulated. It's not a bad thing because we're hungry. So you either deal with it, right? Or you deal with the consequences. I get hangry. So (laughs) when I get hangry, then I'm like, ooh, it's a little bit too late. I need to listen to my body before that, right? Yeah. So once you have that, then we can start actually doing the work around coming to terms. And that looks different for everyone. Right. Right? That could be coming to terms by naming, naming the beliefs that have created so much sufferance or naming the wounds. Like my mother wasn't emotionally available. Like being able to name that for yourself. It doesn't mean needing to tell your story. It just Mm -hmm. means being able to validate and honor your experience and your truth of saying, I'm grieving, right? Mm. Some people, it's really difficult to even just name that, especially for women, especially for mothers, especially for men as well. And all. actually, just especially for humans, you know, mm. we live in a society where we're often just pushed to, we're good, or we're resilient. And I think especially for mothers, um, we're, we're sort of in that we always have to have our shit together. Yeah. We have to care even though we have partners that do wicked jobs but we have to care for them we have we want our own careers and then we have just like trying to navigate what society's throwing at us right Mm. so being able to just be vulnerable with yourself that's that coming to terms right and being able to accept that it's not because of what you did and it's not like what's wrong but it's what happened to you Mm. okay then, once you get to that, then it's about new meaning making and growth. So, that's where the resilience, the empowerment, the accountability like, of being like, you know, I have these wounds, but I'm also the adult in my life now. Hmm. Right. So, I can Thank see you. my little child in me and I can still rock it. Right. Right. So it's about right. It's about empowering yourself and saying, I am worthy and I do matter enough to get shit done, mm. to keep my peace. And I'm going to do whatever I need to do to do that. Right. Yes. Um, with the values that I've then now created. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for me, that's sort of the framework. And, and the other framework I use is actually the acronym of self S E L F. OK. Um, and basically what that means is safety, emotions, lost future. So when I work with an individual, I I assess on that sense of understanding how safe do they feel in the four pillars, right? Mm -hmm. And if it's really clear that there's not that much safety there, then it makes a lot of sense that they're struggling with emotions, the E, Mm -hmm. right? And if you think about it, if you don't feel safe, it's really hard to be able to ground yourself or to manage your emotions or to better understand your emotions, which means you are unable to resolve your losses, Whatever those losses are, whether it's a loss of independence or loss of experience or loss of someone, loss of opportunities, whatever that is. So then it makes a lot of sense that it's really hard to even conceptualize a future because you're just surviving. You're trying to keep yourself safe. Right. Mm -hmm. So my approach is very much and I think all of my team, I could probably they probably echo the same thing that we all look for that of how can we create safety and then how can we invite the individual in creating safety for themselves? Mm-hmm. A very empowering journey there. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, the second part is is about the and it's about put more and in your life, right?
0: Right. Yeah. I can be has- I can be rocking
1: and it can be shitty.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. I love that. That's great. Wow. This is uh a lot of information that I'm gonna I'm gonna re-listen to this like probably a bunch of times to unpack all of it this is so great oh my gosh such wonderful information um I feel like this is going to help a lot of people just hearing about those things I find like when we categorize something or like it just makes more like we have aha moments sometimes like just like oh my gosh okay I never thought about it that way oh okay that's why oh a lot of things make sense once you
1: like Absolutely. And we have, to also offer, acknowledge yeah, we, have, we have to offer ourselves compassion as well with the idea that we're human beings. And hmm. a lot of people don't realize, but as human beings, number one, we are animals, we are species. So like, we're not <laughs> outside of the animal kingdom here. Right. <laughs> and as human beings, we really like to resolve things and we have an ambivalence. We have a really interesting relationship. With the unknown and with discomfort, because the unknown and discomfort, well, the unknown creates discomfort, right? Right. Because as humans, we want certainty, we want to resolve things, Mm -hmm. and that I think is where the sufferance happens. Because if we don't have the appropriate resources or the safest environment, we start resolving things by throwing ourselves under the bus, right? right? Of either being like, Well, the easiest way to understand and to solve this is basically say, I'm broken, I'm what's wrong. Mm -hmm. And then what happens is we have these systems, we have our soothe, drive, and threat system, we go into overdrive. So drive system is what motivates us to get stuff done, but it also pushes us to self-improve. So if we're trying to self-improve based upon sufferance or hurt, then we end up self-improving by saying i need to do better mm. or else so we're motivated by fear right and because we're not feeling safe instead of being motivated by like authenticity of like i'm motivated because i rock mm. i'm awesome right <laughs> yeah,
0: instead yeah. we're
1: like i need to do this or else they will not see the goodness in me right like and that's where it's keeps right? right so then when we Rest, then we're like we're being lazy. Mm. It's like, yeah, I don't. Narrative is that right? Right.
0: I believe yeah. uh, in ebbs and flows for sure. Yeah. In like everything, um, it's just kind of to find the the groove in it. But
1: um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I yeah. often tell people the groove is it's it's oftentimes it's self acceptance, right? And that's really difficult because there's a lot of unlearning that needs to happen. Because mm. of what we were told and how society perceives certain things, right? right? Being able to kind of be able to trust a saying, if my body feels the need to rest, then I need to trust that that's what's needed. Mm. And even if my thoughts tell me otherwise, right? Right. Like I need to look at the whole picture. How do I physically feel? How do I emotionally feel? And then what are the thoughts saying mm. instead of top to bottom, we go bottom up. Right. Right. And that, <laughs> that I found like, that's the secret sauce there that if mm. you check your body first, oftentimes your body's going to be way more accurate than your thoughts. Yeah. Right. Cause your thoughts are influenced every second.
0: Right. This conversation
1: is probably influencing your th- thoughts right now.
0: <laughs> they are. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, do you think, um, the way that we're, um, in school and stuff has obviously a lot of things that, uh, we need to kind of unlearn as adults. I feel like one of the biggest things that came to mind when you said that was that the unlearning, um, we try to do everything on our own, mm. probably because in school, if you ask for help or look on the other person's test, it's cheating. So we've yeah. been Kind of conditioned or taught that way like no you, you have to figure it out on your own instead of yeah. asking for help or doing it as a team or finding the person that can help us yeah. like yeah like-
1: I think that there's some positives from from our, our school because I think I think just in in general I think you know teachers do the best that they can to to bring the love of learning and to help people to learn but I think that the theory of just School and school systems really take away from where learning comes from. And learning comes from creativity and imagination and play. Mm -hmm. And once you go into that system, you are meant to conceptualize and to logic your way. Right. Um, Unless you purposely look at particular courses, like, I don't know, like maybe art or Mm. language, right? Of writing class, of write a story, right? But other than that, I think in my own experience, math didn't show imagination and creativity. It was sort of like, if you follow this formula, you'll find the solution, right? right? And it goes back to that question, right? We Mm. see a lot of platform where they're like, okay, Mm. step by step, and there's a solution. Mm. And I think absolutely, to your point, I think that there's a lot of unlearning that needs to be because I think that when we go into any type of system, a system is meant to, to, to create a process for a particular outcome. Right. Right. So we have to understand that as a school system, they are setting things up for a particular outcome. Mm-hmm. That doesn't necessarily mean that that outcome, right. Um, empowers or validates your authentic self or what your values are, what, you want for your life outcome right? right i think that yeah there's a lot of unlearning and through that unlearning i think it's part of that journey as well around like what what brings you fun what brings you happiness what brings that creativity and that imagination and like what brings you to thinking outside of the box mm. right that it's not that sometimes there are problems that there are no formulas or solutions And that's where we talk about radical acceptance that it just is, right? right? And then others is this idea of, I think that in school, unfortunately, I think that they encourage you to disconnect from your own intuition as well.
0: Mm, So that also means that
1: you have this, there's almost this, there's this separateness of your relationship to yourself. So when you become an adult and you actually need that intuition, you don't know how to connect to it. But that also happens in our own life experience as well. That if you are being vulnerable and raw to someone and someone dismisses you, that's going to do that as well. right? Right. So, yeah. So to your point, I do think, yeah, I think that, you know, I think systems mean well, but you're absolutely right that within school, I think they take away the very part that makes us be able to thrive and to be successful
0: in life. Right. I feel yeah. like the best example right now that I have is your business, Free Love, Free Love Counseling. Is it? I, I just it's realized, no wellness. yeah. Wellness, so we moved okay. do wellness
1: because it makes more yeah. sense because of our multidisciplinary that we're approaching Love it, with. it.
0: Yeah. And yeah. I just realized that I hadn't meant it wasn't in the bio what yeah. your name. I'm like, why? Why didn't I catch that? But um, so the biggest thing that I can uh in being yourself and like you're like the most professional person like speaking to knowing you like your job like thank you okay I mean like your job I mean like okay yeah okay so (laughs) but we can still have fun doing it doesn't mean you're not professional like in quotes right like we can do it you can do it your way like whatever works do I mean like I and what like is professional yeah yeah what is I professional
1: you know what yeah. I mean like I think it's also like in my own yeah. journey it was about unlearning a lot of the language that we were taught mm. that kept us in a box yeah right and I yeah. think in some ways I know this is not the right language but I do feel privileged of because I am black and I live in a world that is not meant for people like me I have that up of not being in a box of like being forced to be in a box all the time, but also having the privilege of like what it feels like not being in the box. Right. So rather than woeing on it, it's about how can I use that as a superpower to help other individuals, all human beings, regardless Mm. of their ethnicity, the color of their skin, um what their social identities are their expressions but be able to find who they are authentically mm. and i think that we have overcomplicated what being human is and i think that that on its own is a form of distraction avoidance and and just numbing right. to the actual true experience of what it is to be a human being you can rock it and be a professional.
0: Uh, yeah, we need to stop still saying fun, that
1: word, right? Like, yeah. what it it mean? Can still have but to me, what professional means is, in my domain, at least, it means being ethical, right? right. Like sure I'm not creating harm because I do have a power dynamic, mm-hmm. right? That's what professional for me means. And it's about also professional is also about being self-aware. So knowing my own math, So that I'm not bringing my baggage in a space that I'm, I'm holding for, for that person. So that's what professional means to me. That's it. That is it. The rest, it's like, yeah, there are sometimes there's swearing going on in the sessions. And sometimes there's (laughs) like, yeah, we're wearing pajamas today. And like, whatever (laughs) needs to happen, right? Mm. Because I think that true healing really comes from a space where you can come and bring your full self, right? Mm. And sometimes our full self isn't all bougie and fancy and professional if i don't they have videos <laughs> they don't, like, Yeah, <laughs> cool, <Japan>. yeah. <laughs> yeah. so it's just you know and and that's what i'm teaching and a lot of people are just like holy crap like okay it's doable yeah yeah because yeah, you're already human that's right. the number one formula here so if you're human Yeah, you qualify. You can can make this happen, but it's about unlearning the things that we have learned to seek outside Mm
0: -hmm. and start
1: to slow down and focus on what's going on inside. Mm. That's going to be the most accurate compass to making this experience on this planet uh, the best that can be for you, for your journey you know, but if you're constantly looking on the outside, you're going to, you're going to lose out. There's going to be a lot of sufferance and a lot of your time is going to pass by.
0: Yeah. Wow. That's powerful. Yeah. I I want to end with that. Just be, I okay. feel like that's like landing the plane right there. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. Okay. A lot yeah. of wisdom
1: here today. <laughs> yeah. There's so much more. Whatever yeah, I questions. know.
0: I'm like, I oh. know.
1: And a lot of food for thought too. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Thank
0: you so I much. I come Jill. in pretty
1: profound. That's so nice. so I, 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 should have given <laughs> a, a, a warning sign. Yeah.
0: No, that's what I was hoping for. Was, no, I knew it was great. This yeah. is great. Thank you so much for all your wisdom, your, your funness. Um, I can't wait to, for your website to go live for people to see it. Cause it's really, yeah. really great. I love it. Love the colors. I love how warm it is. I'm really looking forward to
1: yeah and our next step is is we'll be reaching out to our community to get to know like what are things that they would like to see so we're talking about like handbooks and work workbooks and handouts and worksheets and videos and groups and stuff because again like for us it's like this is we're building a community Mm -hmm. and we want to be able to be a choice right that if someone's seeking for what do i need what does that look like that they can stumble upon brie love and be like okay yeah there's a little bit of everything for anybody
0: yeah so where can someone go find you like online or on your socials
1: yeah so you can find it on the brie love wellness i gotta pick up my game there on my own personal uh (laughs) my own personal one. I think I'm, uh, I'm pretty OG when it, I'm pretty old when it comes to that, but I'm gonna pick it up. That's my new 2024. you will hopefully people will see more of my face and videos of just being real All and right. just reminders. Yeah. But yeah, uh, on our Brie Love Wellness, so Brie Love, uh, website, BrieLove.ca, B-R-E-E-L-O-V-E, um, and our Instagram, Facebook and, um, yeah, threads.
0: Threads, yeah. Oh, Threads too-
1: I, that's yeah. fancy. It I'm is fancy. Okay. Yeah, so OG. We're, we're getting into all of that. Yeah, Amazing. just sprinkling ourselves a little bit everywhere is on the platforms just so that <laughs> you can stumble upon us in the in your own way.
0: Yeah. I love it. Love love love. Yeah. Breathe love. <laughs> love breathe, it. Yeah. Breathe love. Breathe, yeah, breathe love. Yeah. Breathe love um well thank you again so much for sharing all of your wisdom for being here um and yeah so a reminder to the listeners um to go do something that lights you up and be authentic and uh we'll talk to you next time okay bye